0: Welcome to the happy Life podcast with your d j here ready to give you the sick beats all day every day all right hello everyone. I always wanted to uh use that once again i love, I love that d j voice hello it's re- it's time for rain right that, that was that didn't make any sense but anyways i wanted to um talk today about something that um isn 't dead yet sadly that's racism so apparently um there's this guy, um, Bradley Knudson. I don't know how you pronounce that name. It's K-N-U-D-S-O-N. So basically, he has a black daughter. And he's a white dude. Right? His whole family is white. They, they actually showed this um, interview on Yahoo News. And the entire family was white. And there was this one black girl. She's adopted, obviously. So you can easily tell that like, this dude is not a racist. He doesn't care about race. So, you know... He has a black daughter, and she was actually sent a, um, a video on Snapchat. She was bullied, by, well, she was being bullied by two twins. They were calling her, you know, all sorts of derogatory words, including the N-word for um, for black people that was used in the past. And um, apparently they, they sent her three different videos. So they sent three different videos making fun of her and teasing her. Um in the interview, she said that um, it happens quite often. Um, even um, Bradley here said that it, it happened to him and his wife where other people made fun of them for actually having or adopting a black daughter. So, apparently, racism is still alive, and uh, it's it's doing well, I guess. Because in the interview, he, um, Bradley stated that he contacted um, the twins' father, and he's he didn't have a problem with it. He was actually offended that Bradley would be upset because of this. Because in his eyes, you know, he used to use, he actually says that he would um, use that term in the in the past to make fun of black people. He uses the term in the home to make fun of black people. So I, I find it very strange that, you know, in a country built by immigrants, you have racism. That's, that's so strange. Like, it's just the idea that, you know, you had a group of people. They came, they went over from Europe to America. They found the American Indians, eradicated them. Like you, you can't find any of these guys anymore. They eradicated them, and now they're offended that black people are there. You're offended that black people. How does that make any sense? Like you, li- you literally bl- brought black people to America, turned them into slaves, and then you're offended that now they have their freedom. What? That that never made sense to me. Duplus two two 4 in that scenario nine four. So apparently, um, he actually Mr. Brett uh, Mr. Nudson went to YouTube and he posted a video where he's getting a lot of a lot of positive feedback. He has eight hundred thousand views uh, with fifteen thousand likes. He has two hundred and seventy two dislikes. Wow. Well, at least the scales are tipped, so on the internet we don't have a lot of racists, apparently. Yeah, and then then there's this black guy, Rashad Foe. And he says, crikey, the blatant racism here. Is this 2015? Isn't this the year we're supposed to have bloody hoverboards? Jeez, racists ruin everything. Yeah, Isn't isn't this the hoverboard year? I don't know. But they do have hoverboards. They do. They're just testing it out. I remember seeing a video with Tony Hawk using it. And it seemed pretty awesome. It seems like a rich guy's toy, though. Now, we do have quite a lot of people, you know, giving him support and everything. And, you know, you just got to respect this guy. He just loves his daughter. He loves his kid. And the fact that you, he adopted a child and he loves this girl just as much as his other kids, that's amazing. And when you see the picture of the family, like, everyone's white, and she's the one black kid. And not you can tell that um, she doesn't feel you know, different compared to them. She doesn't because it's just skin. It's just the color of your skin and where you were born and what culture you're raised in. That's, that's the only difference with people. But at the end of the day, we're still people. So why is it you would be racist to, an, to another person? We're in the same goddamn world. We're trying to survive every day. So what's the point of making it harder by making fun of someone else because of their race? I can understand making fun of people, you know, lightheartedly. But you know, blatantly harassing them because of it—that's not cool. So if you have a black friend and you say, "Hey man, you like watermelons?" Like, eh, it's not—it's not not a big deal. It's not cool, depending on how you do it. But going on calling people the N-word and saying that they're ugly and they're sluts—and that—that's not—that's not meant to be funny. That cannot get—you know—that cannot be overseen. And that's the thing with this guy—he's—he's a, he's a sweetheart apparently, but you know, he doesn't want to lose his daughter. You can tell that this guy is not know aggressive or arrogant in any way shape or form Jesus got a lot of love and he doesn't want to lose his daughter because in the beginning of the video he even stated um there was another kid that was bullied and he committed suicide at the age of 13 and he, they were in the same um the same place it was in prior Lake Minnesota prior Lake Minnesota yeah um, but apparently the um, he was given permission by the father to put up the video on YouTube and to state their name on YouTube. And guess what happened to this dummy? He lost his job. And now everyone knows he's a racist. So one, he's going to have a hard time with people of other people of the other race in his in this um, town. Two, it's going to be super hard to get a job now. Three, his kids are going to get reversed bullied for being racist Am I counting right? Four. <laughs> Four is um, things are not going to work out well for this guy or his family at all. He's out of a job. You know, he, he lost his job. He was fired from his job. He's not going to be able to get another job. His kids are going to have to find some way to cope with being bullied. He may he may have to move. This, this guy may have to move. But even then, it's the internet. So even if you move and you say, Hey, my name's so-and-so. Like, ain't you the bitch who's calling people the N-word and shit, man? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think this guy's dumb enough to say yeah. I think this guy's dumb enough to say yeah. I call him the N-word, and I'll do it again. Really, well, we don't say kindly to you in our, uh, in our parts. So you best get out of here. What? I had to get out of the previous place for the same reason. Well, you're going to have to get out of this place for the same reason, Tommy, because we'd have no time for you. (laughs) So it's pretty sad that nowadays we still have racism. I mean, we got smartphones and shit. We got smartphones and shit. You know, we got phones talking to us, telling us the weather. Why do we still have the need to be racist towards each other? Like, it don't make no sense. But, you know, that's a sad, a sad, sad truth. But the other good part of this is the fact that once you call out the racists, like you're going to get a lot of people to join, to join in the fun of uh, bullying the racists. So, yeah, we're in a good time. If you go on the internet and say, hey, man, I was bullied for being black. Everyone else will say, oh, no, we ain't having that shit here. Who's, who did it? That motherfucker right there. Hey, hey, Mitch, huh? you call this guy the N-word? No, it wasn't me, Holmes. No, it wasn't me. I'm the wrong guy. Wrong guy. Uh, it's, it's wonderful to see that, you know, the community is coming together to help this guy out, you know, because he doesn't want to lose his daughter. And he was very smart with, with it, too, because even in the, um, in the Yahoo News segment, they actually stated that um, there were multiple instances of the messages. They, the girl got multiple messages from these bullies. And after the first two... She talked to her dad and her dad said, hey, next time you get one before you open it, come to me. And that's what they did. So when she carried the phone to his, to her dad, he rec- used his phone to record it. And then it, he had evidence of it. Now, he even tried to contact the guy to, you know, fr- to, to flesh things out, to make amends, to do the right thing. And the guy like spit in his face. So, you know, it's your, your fault, man. Your fault there, dummy. I can't believe you're that stupid. I mean, yeah, I can't believe you're that stupid, man. You don't know about the internet. You got the FBI on 4chan, motherfucker. Why would you do this? <laughs> so dumb. Well anyways, uh let's let's go to some uh some better news. Something something else I wanted to talk about. Less about the racism. Now let's talk about this here movie, um, the interview it actually got 40 million sales so they they made 40 million digital sales i'm reading this on the verge um yeah achieving over yeah this is a quote achieving over 40 millions in digital sales is a significant milestone this movie was not good at all it was not funny like if you, like i remember when it first came out I watched the movie. It was dog shit. It wasn't great. And I went to IMDb, the um, internet movie database. The thing had 9 out of 10 as a rating. 9 out of 10. I'm like, are you serious? How can you do this? Like, why would you give this garbage movie 9 out of 10? So I'm going back to see where it's at. And it has a 7 out of 10. A 7 out of 10. Really. And then this is the end. The previous movie had six point eight. So you had James Franco, Seth Rogen, Lizzie Kaplan, Arnold Park. So basically, the interview was a movie about two guys who own a TV show. Um, they went to have an interview with um, what's that bitch's name? Kim Jong. Yeah, he has. There's Kim Jong Un. I think that's his name, Kim Jong-un, because his father was Kim Jong-il. Yeah, Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un, which is the um, North Korean dictator. They were supposed to have an interview with him. But the United States government came in and said, hey, we want you to assassinate this bitch. And I think, I don't remember how it went because, you know, I tried to put it out of my mind. But I think there was a portion of the movie where they didn't want to do it. That was later on. But either way, like, if you get the opportunity to assassinate Kim Jong-un, why would you not take it? You know, I, I think there was a point in, like, before they took, before they said that they were going to do it, I think Seth Rogen's character was, you know, saying he didn't want to do it and that sort of shit. I was like, are you serious? You have the opportunity to kill this motherfucker and you're not going to do it? Like, I'd do it. Like, hey man, go kill Kim Jong-un. Like, yes, yes, I'll do it. I'll shoot him in the face. But that's what they did instead, you know. Um, What was it? Two characters. It was um, Dave Skylark and the producer, which was Aaron Rappaport. Yeah, Mm Rappaport. Yeah, so Seth Rogen was Aaron Rappaport, and James Franco was Dave Skylark. Yeah, James Franco was Dave Skylark. Yeah, I think I made a mistake there before, but anyways. So, basically, James was the fun-going announcer or host, and Seth was the producer, the guy that did all the background work, the heavy lifting. And basically, they went to Korea, they went to North Korea. They were guests in Kim Jong-un's lavish castle. (laughs) Lavish castle. I was going to say palace, but it came out as castle. God dang, I can't talk no more. But yeah, so um they went to the castle, they met Kim Jong un and apparently Kim Jong un was very charismatic because that's how they describing that's how they describe him in the news articles in real life. He's very he's a very charismatic leader. And that's how they described him in the movie also. So he was using his charisma to, you know, win James Franco over so that way he could get James Franco to basically portray him in a in a better light for the world to see because what he usually does in the interviews he gives them he gives the announcer a script and they would have to read the questions that are on the script otherwise he wouldn't answer the questions or he wouldn't have the interview at all unless these questions that they that he created were used now the thing that i have with this with this movie is it's, not, it's not bad. It's just you have such a wonderful material base to work with and you fucked it up. <laughs> that's, that's my problem with it. You have a wonderful base to work with. You, you, you have something that's interesting and trending. Something that everyone wants to have resolved in a positive way for the um, North Korean people. But you went and messed it up. This was a wonderful way for you to prove that you're not just, you know, C rank comedians. You're actually people who you are comedians and you want to shed light on important issues at the same time. But you didn't do this. You actually proved that you're C you're below average comedians. You proved that. You prove that you're below average comedians. You prove that you can't write a story and you prove that you should not be making movies at the uh, capacity that you are. I'm I'm not trying to say that you guys should never make any movies. I'm just saying that you should go back to the joint board and do some more learning. Because damn, that movie wasn't good. And the other movie, This Is the Edwards Garbage 2, Pineapple Express, I don't think it was bad. It's just, these guys seem to make the same movies, the same kind of movies and portray the same characters. You know, like the college-aged kid who smokes pot all the time. (sighs) It's, it's really boring. It's really sad. And when I compare these guys to, you know, real comedians like Jim Carrey, or, well, better yet, real um, film comedians like Jim Carrey and Jackie Chan, I'm like, where did, where did everything go wrong? Like, you have these guys to learn from, but you messed it up. Like, even, even like Will Smith, he acts in so many different roles, and he's one of the greatest comedic actors of all time. Even though he plays the same role, he t- the content and the quality of his work is still funny. He's, he is inher- inherently funny, but his lines are good. The, the situations that he's, he's in are good. With Jackie Chan, he's a martial artist, but he makes martial arts funny. He makes it funny. Jim Carrey, he's just over-the-top funny. Like, you can't categorize that guy. I remember seeing a picture of him walking with his wife on the beach, and he was wearing a one-piece bikini, and it wasn't like a bodysuit bikini; it was like one of those cut-out, sexy bikinis that women would wear in photo shoots. And he was just wearing that on the beach, like, yeah, yeah, and because it's Jim Carrey, no one's gonna give him shit. Like, no one, no one's gonna go to Jim Carrey and say, "Hey, he's a faggot." Like, I'm Jim Carrey. Oh, oh, oh sorry, man. Didn't know. Didn't know. What's who? these guys. These guys—they're not—they're not helping the comedy. The, the comedy—they're um, not helping the comedy train at all. How? How is it seven point one? How is it seven point one? Well, I, I don't know. It's just—it bothers me because I—I I, I really take comedy seriously. I really find it interesting that you can make people laugh. You can—you can invoke. An emotion in a crowd of people you can make them laugh until they're on the ground you know writhing in pain laughter to pain they're laughing so much that they're in pain and you guys come up and you you, you fucked it up I don't I don't know it's just really depressing that this got through that this is is this the first movie created to portray um, the situation in North Korea in, in, a comedic, in a comedic view. If it is the first, it is the worst, sadly. God damn, I don't know. How did you mess this up? But there was that cute North Korean chick, though. She was the, um... Ba-da-da-da. She was the general of their army, but she was really cute. Really short. She was, like, short, super short, super cute. Asian, yeah. That's all you it's all you gotta say. And she had the suits. Oh women in suits, very, very attractive. Very, very attractive. And she was, you know, she was uh, an authority figure. I think I have a fetish for women in high positions. That's one of yeah, that's one of that's one doom. Yeah. Probably because I don't really respect authority figures. Like when I see the police I look at them like yeah, you crap. You just stand in there. You do crap. Not one thing. Mm. But not all cops are bad. It's just the problem with the police force everywhere is that you have the bad ones and the good ones. The good ones try to do the right thing, and sometimes they fail, but then the bad ones just go about doing anything they want and hide behind the, the glory of the good ones. It's very sad. But with regards to these guys, Seth Rogen... You gotta, I think you should stop trying to make movies and go back to the drawing board and try to learn what makes a story funny. You know, what makes a scene funny. You gotta You gotta try to make it creative. It's not just saying something that you found funny at the time, you have to portray it to the audience too. Otherwise, it will just be like, meh, it's not gonna be good at all. But, like, you have the comedy greats and you can't learn from them, like, Look at Jackie Chan. Martial arts comedies are no longer no longer a thing. You can't you can't get. Um, I don't know what you call them, but you have those old timey kung fu movies where the audio was out of sync, the special effects was really bad, but it was still it was still funny. It was still it was still entertaining because the kung fu you, you can understand that these guys knew basic kung fu. Nowadays, in action movies, these people don't know kung fu. They don't know martial arts. Like, you have people fighting who don't know how to fight, so it looks like shit. It looks like shit, and you keep cutting away from the fight scenes. Or, well, you, before someone gets hit, you cut away and you show them pulling back after getting the hit. So it doesn't have any impact because they didn't get hit. With a Jackie Chan movie or another martial arts movie, they show where someone gets hit. You actually get hit. What? The, what? You can't get something that simple. Just hit the guy. You Just don't make it look real. Don't make it real. Let's make it look real. Don't really... As I said... I, I don't hit him for real. Just make it look real. But when you're cutting away, you're just showing the end result. You're not showing the actual process. So action movies... If you're action star, you need to learn how to fight. In fact of not matter. You can't be an action star without knowing how to fight. Because... It makes no sense to be an action movie star without knowing the basics of martial arts. Otherwise, you're just a normal guy walking around with a gun, and even that didn't make no make no sense. How is it a normal guy can just pick up a gun and be shooting soldiers who have been trained to kill people? Like most guns have a wicked recoil. I've never shoot. I've never shot a gun, but you know, just looking at the the videos of people firing weapons. They got recoil, and they're gonna climb. Like I've played gun games; the guns climb, and this guy's shooting like Rambo, and he's never shot a, he's never used a gun in his life. This makes no sense. That's gotta stop. It's gotta stop. But uh, yeah, that's 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 my nonsensical, illogical, unstructured rant. And what I think is, move, people who make movies nowadays need to do more research on movies that were created in the past and why they were good. I can understand that you want to make a name for yourself that's great, but you're making a bad name for yourself. A name of mediocrity and I don't think you want that. But it the movie sold well. It's got a great rating on IMDb, so this is a positive this is a positive result for him. It's a positive it's positive feedback, so it's going they're going to continue doing the same garbage. They did it with This Is the End, which was an awful movie. It wasn't good at all. They did it with um Neighbors. Neighbors is a garbage movie too. Um, yeah, so I think these guys are going to ruin comedy movies for everyone now. So, if you want to watch anything remotely funny, watch cartoons. Cartoons are amazing now because the people who make them are really mature and they understand that people aren't idiots. So you got a lot of undertones there. Hmm. Very, very sad. Now, Let's go ahead and take our whisper scripture readings. I love this section. I'm gonna start using this all the time, all the time. No, I'm, I'm loading the app up right now. Come on, hurry up! What? Hurry up! Oh crap, my internet's gone. Oh no, it's back! It's back! It's back! It's back! We cool. Let's go back down here. All right. Mm-hmm all right so the hardest part about breaking up with someone is creating a new routine where you don't text them back all the time you get used to it you're gonna be alone at some point in time in your life so get used to it you need to you need to learn how to love yourself there more than likely this is a female i'm not trying to be sexist i'm just saying women you need to learn how to enjoy your own solitude because at the end of the day, if you can't spend time with yourself, then no one else is going to want to spend time with you. I mean, look at it this way: your personality is such shit that you can't tolerate yourself. You gotta fix yourself, then. If my neighbors don't tone it down a little bit, I'm going to have to change my Wi-Fi network name so I can hear. So I can hear you having sex. Ah. Uh, oh shit! Why don't you just go over there and say, "Hey, I can hear you guys having sex. Uh, kind of tone it down, please." That's going to be super awkward if you go over there and say that. Or they might start having more sex and make more noise just to piss you off. Yeah. So I'd recommend doing it the honest way as opposed to doing it this way because um, this way might be more rude, way more rude, but they don't know it's you at the very least. But then again, they're going to be paranoid because of it. So I would just go over there and tell them, like, hey, you're making too much noise. Okay, whenever I see a hot guy in public, I automatically start picturing them naked. Really. I need to go to the gym because I look like shit. I'm this, I'm this tall and skinny. Yeah. I just watched my male lady bring in the garbage can for the old lady across the street. Just because. Just to be nice. I love things like this. So wonderful. Look at that. And there's a picture there. So, the, basically, her mail lady just um the garbage can for an old lady across the street Just like, you know, let's, let's help out the old people. And that's what you should do. You should help old people. Now, they've been here before you. They've earned the right for you to do stuff for them for free. So, old people should... All, all old people should get free shit. Free weed for all old people. They're, they're going to die anyway. Might as well let them have fun and relax. I mean, they're at the they're end of the ropes. Shit. I mean, even... Criminals get a last meal. Come on, at least give the good people something you know some good stuff. I still flip off my high school as I drive past. Thank you for the worst four years of my life. Really high school was not bad for me. It was annoying because of the work, but uh it wasn't it wasn't bad. It was just very, very annoying because you know You had to do tests that didn't make sense, you had to read boring literature books. So that was it. This is, the work was really boring, but damn. I don't. I don't know. If you Americans hated school. I don't even know if this guy's American or not. Don't know. But you guys got to fix the school system if it's that bad. Sometimes I look at my fellow classmates and think to myself that this con- that our country, is screwed. Ugh. Dang. What. Ooh. oh and then we have a really interesting comment here people like you are the reason fair, are the reason I fear for the future just a bunch of self-involved know-it-alls who think they're special and unique huh. that's another point of view I do this all the time too like I look around and I see people and I'm like why are you so dumb but then you have to think back aren't you just being a bit too judgmental of these people like you don't know how smart they are in one instant but in one instance but this guy he's sharing a class with them so they might be really stupid or he might be really arrogant hmm. all right can a guy just have a really good friend who just so happens to be a girl yes you can and probably you do so you simply need to stop thinking about what other people are saying so if someone says hey you're with that girl all the time Are you guys you know doing to do no you, you just tell them no and move on because no matter what you tell someone, if they already have a, 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 if they already have an idea in their head, they're going to stick with that because that's the idea that they are building on. That's their foundation idea. They're, they're going to try to build on it as much as possible. Most people don't, don't change that unless they realize that, hey, I'm being an idiot here. All right, let's, uh, this is the last or we'll, we'll take two more. I just told my crush I like him. That's probably my biggest achievement in life. Hashtag Shaggirls problem. Your biggest achievement in life is telling your crush that you liked him. I really hope that you're like really young because you got a long way to go in life and you have a lot more accomplishments to make. But this is a great first step. You're doing good. You're doing good. You're well on your way. All right. This one's kind of weird. As a cake detector, if you are an exceptionally rude customer. Oh no! As a cake decorator, I can't read. Okay, as a cake decorator. And as a cake decorator, if you are an exceptionally rude customer, I will hide your I'll hide a frosting penis in your cake. What? You draw dicks on cakes? <laughs> That's amazing. So if you don't like if I come in to this person's store, and I'm I'm a I'm a piece of shit, you know, I'm just rude, annoying, loud. You gonna draw penises in my cake? It's a frosting penis. Oh, he's nasty. What the comments say? Eh? Do you have any picture examples? Dude, let's be friends because you, let's be friends because you you sound awesome. It's funny I says, well, You're dumb as shit. Huh? This guy, this guy's a bastard. I don't like him. I don't like him. But well, anyways, that's it for my uh, podcast today. I really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, but please take care and uh, have so, have some fun and avoid racists. That's all I gotta say. Take care, people.